If you've been enjoying the podcast, how about you try out a work of fiction me and Eliza have been working on? It's called Tales of Greymoor. It's a dark and twisted story filled with twists itself, based around the small shadowy town of Greymoor. All I wanted to do was film a fucking ghost here! Die, you bastard! Die! Bloody teenagers again! Below sits a salient city of twisted, shining metal. No, not yet. Tonight. Tonight will be your time. So, if you're looking for something new to listen to, and feeling adventurous, come visit Greymoor. You can find it on Spotify by simply searching for Tales of Greymoor. Try it out, and let us know what you think. Greymoor will be waiting for you. Synergy! Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Analyzer! Hell yeah! We're on the board today. We've got some right lineups for you today. We're going to have ourselves an interview with an actual extraterrestrial chef by the name of Glorbo. Oh, I can't wait to talk to Glorbo. You know, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah. You've got a classic movie review as well for us today. Um, I have, yes. I'm going to be doing Kramer versus Kramer. I'm looking forward to it. I oh, think. Kramer's yeah. Kramer. It's a brilliant movie. Meryl Streep, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, fantastic movie. I recommend go watching it if you haven't seen it yet. What else have we got lined up today? Then, Oh, yeah. Uh, one's in Giffold's family members. One of his family members. What is it? Hogarth? Hogarth, his brother, yeah. Yeah, what's he done? He's brought um, his, his donated to us some of Giffeld's old tapes. So Giffeld Peters was a very troubled man. Um, he had quite a bit to do with the TV transmissions channel. Um, we'll talk more about him later, but suffice to say, he had a bit of a downward spiral and, and he died. Yeah. Um, he was the one who, who Jebediah Shankar talked about, um, sort of doing some therapy sessions with him. Mm. That didn't go very well. But yeah, we've got some actual sort of sound recordings of Giffeld that we'll be playing over the next few weeks, sort of talking about his life. They're quite disturbing. So um, yeah, brace yourselves for it. Yeah, so, well, you know, it sounds like something a bit interesting. <laughs> I'm sure some TV transmissions veterans will remember Gifford. Yeah. Uh, what else we got as well? Let's have a quick little... And we'll be talking about Alice Cooper as well. Oh, yeah, his, of course. Some very personal to you. Grace. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. personal. Eliza's got some very um, choice personal words about all of this. And yeah. uh, you'll be hearing them later on, that's for certain. I've also got our name generator coming along as well again. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. Name the generator. names have been banging so far. I'm really oh, excited. Yeah. Fantastic. Loving it. Right. Let's not wait any further. Let's move on to that classic movie review. So Kramer versus Kramer. It's a bit of a classic film. It mm. stars Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep. Um, it was very interesting. Yeah, I remember watching it uh, when I was quite young, actually. I remember watching it thinking it was going to be a bit boring. But um, it surprised me. So I'm going to be interested to hear what you have to say about it today, actually. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it was surprising. It, it was kind of dark, but quite funny at the same time. Um, it was kind of nice how they sort of mixed all these different worlds together. Um, I was very surprised at Dustin Hoffman, you know, and sort of the way he sort of inhabits Freddy Krueger. Um, there was a lot of nudity in there and some really good kills. Like, I think my, my favourite moment was the bit where he chops the guy in half in the bed. Like, the mattress comes up, snaps him. And the final battle, pardon? The final battle was really, really good as well. I don't... Yeah. Sorry to say again, someone chopped in half? Yeah, there's the guy on the bed... Um, Jason comes in. I think I don't know if that's Meryl Streep oh. or Meryl Streep played the main God. the main woman in it. I'll be kidding but me. But Jason chops sort stop. of does something with the mattress. Stop. And Do it. What? That is not Kramer versus Kramer. Yes, it is. This this Kramer versus Kramer is this. It's about. I think it's based on the real life case about a man trying to get custody of his son. I'm, it's a bit fuzzy, but I'm sure it's sort of round. There was Jason I'm sure was it's a boy not in Jason it. Voorhees chopping up people. 
Oh, oh so is that Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah, that's Freddy. I've watched the wrong film, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Well, you could do a review of Freddy vs. Jason if you like. I mean, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's pretty Camp good. Fun. Once it. it was all right. Yeah, that's it. Okay, sorry. <sighs> I don't get one of these right. Okay, right. Let's just <laughs> move on. Watch Kramer vs. Kramer. That's good. Watch Freddy vs. Jason. They're both good. Let's. We'll get one of these right one day, I guess. Let's move on. Okay. Major Fitzgerald. The monsters are at the door. I don't think we can hold him much longer. Stand tall, son. This is Australia's last bastion against the monsters. Or General Portia. She'll give us a rousing speech to help us through. Ah, here she comes there. This is a real treat. Thanks for having me on the show. I thought I'd just share some of my other analysis so far. Start with, I thought I liked Jeff and I had Shane Cuddy. He turned out to be a dropkick. And I like country music. What was was that the speech? Oh, I don't know, son. One more I'll stick on a right, Yui. I don't think I want to live in the same world as Shebedai Shang 20 anymore. Let him come. So up next, um, Eliza's going to say some words about someone who was very special to her. I mean, like, being one of her friends, I know how much Alice Cooper meant to her. And some of his recent comments online have really um, upset her, you know. So here we go. Take it away, Liza. You say what you need to say. Right. So anybody who knows me will know that Alice Cooper's like been my number one hero for years. It's a combination of heavy metal um, and horror. Um, I just love his aesthetic and everything about him. It's just been one constant in my life. And he's like always been someone I've looked up to, even though he has religious beliefs that I don't necessarily agree with or whatever. The way he carries himself and his songs and everything else was just so influential. He was the first singer who sort of I really looked up to who wore makeup, and that was when I started wearing makeup back in my sort of goth days. The first time I ever wore a dress before I even realised I was trans was to an Alice Cooper gig. So, like, he's had a huge impact on my life in so many different ways. And his recent comments um, about the trans community have just really shocked me and upset me. And I know a lot of people are focusing on what he said about children, which is obviously just regurgitated crap that you know the right-wing media are, are pushing onto people to a point i do get why you might be concerned about children it's perfectly understandable and you know if you don't know a lot about what's actually going on and you've not read up on it you're just going by what other people are saying it's understandable but for me i just think the whole rant that he had was so shocking in terms of you know sort of saying that certain trans people or gender fluid people are potential rapists and that, that, you know, bringing up the whole bathroom argument again and sort of saying, like, if you're born a boy, you know, with these genitals and you're a boy, if you're born with these and you're a girl, that kind of thing. And even going against the whole woke thing as well and sort of disagreeing with woke as a whole, I just think it's so... It just sounds like a tired old man and it's just been a massive blow to me because, you know, like I say, I've looked up to him for so long and he's always been somebody a bit alternative, even though he's got all these religious beliefs and whatever. He's always kept his politics to himself. Like, he's never, ever opened his mouth before and said, I, I agree with this or I disagree with that. He's just left it as it is and focused on the music. So this little rant has just come out of nowhere and it's it's really upset me. Mm, I bet it has, yeah. 
so surprising. So we look up to people like that your whole life, and then the next thing you know, all of a sudden it's like a twist. It's like, oh God, it's like that's the person they really are. It's really yeah. hurts you a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And mm. I kind of feel like it's not hate that it's, you know, it's been spouting, it's just misinformation. So I am kind of hoping that he kind of turns it around and sort of apologises and realises actually the implications of what he said. But like, even though he's not necessarily said anything horrible about the trans communities in itself, his words are still very damaging and I just can't bring myself to listen to him anymore. So I'm going to give him another few days, but then I think that'll be it and I'll just never, never touch his stuff again. I'll never see him live again. It's very, very upsetting. Like, it does feel like a huge betrayal. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take much to be kind. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It reminds me of a bit, a bit, well, not 100%, but when I was about 15, 16, I used to absolutely love Lost Profits. I mean, if anyone remembers <laughs> what happens with Lost Profits, yeah. yeah. I went to see him live as well in Doncaster. I absolutely loved him. And we're trying to learn some Lost Profits songs on the guitar and sing them at the same time. And that night I went to see him live. A bit of a weird link. My boyfriend, well, then boyfriend's, no, no, sorry, sorry. I wasn't gay back then. <laughs> I was still out back then. But, you know, yeah. future boyfriend's cousin's friend was the one who brought him a little girl to have oh. fun with that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like you listen That's to these... Yeah, you know, you, you get behind these people, you listen to them, you think they're amazing, and then it's like in the back work, it's like, what the fuck are you actually like? Like, Jesus Christ, what are you actually thinking? It's yeah. insane, isn't it? It is. Oh. But, you know, yeah, it's, it's just... It, it kind of... Alice Cooper just sort of seemed like this immortal sort of person who was just beyond everything. Like, he was he was always the one back in the day who deliberately, like, provoked people and was on the outskirts, like, winding people up with his sort of stage act and whatever. Mm. And now he's just revealed himself just to be a sad old man who's just yeah. very bitter and very grumpy yeah. and just not mm. sort of connected to what's actually going on in the yeah. world. It's very disappointing, mm. really disappointing. But the best advice I can say is to try to enjoy... What's he created rather than the creator? Yeah. But it's, it's still harder the, the when thing you're the is, boy so into it. I can do that with a lot of bands. Like I listen to mm. bands with, with band members who've committed murder, you know, and whatever. Yeah. Wasp, the lead singer of Wasp, Blackie Lawless, he's got some very dodgy beliefs about gay mm. people. But the thing is, like, because it doesn't come into the music, I can separate them a little bit. You mm. know, I can listen to Wasp and say Blackie Lawless is a twat, but I still like the music. But because Alice is so personal to me, not just his music, but him as a person, it just makes it more hard, more difficult, yeah. so I can't. I can't bring myself to do it anymore. What do you guys think? If yeah. you've got any comments on this, let us know on in the comments yeah. section. Let us know if you've ever you know, had someone you really looked up to and then they just let you down with some stupid comment or some stupid acts. JK Rowling, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> the list goes on and on. What is Giffold? Good question. Who is Giffold? Why is Giffold? Why was Giffold? He's dead now. Yeah. So <laughs> Thanks he, to our Australian warrior. Yes, well done, Porsche, for getting rid of him. It was a very strange man. Mm. Um, just a bit odd, but you gave him charge control of your um, fan club on Instagram for a bit. <laughs> and then what happened was he kind of revealed himself to be an absolute freak. Yeah. And and then after we kicked him off the fan club, he just went insane. He kept taking over the TV transmissions channel. And he was our, supposed to be our accountant, but he didn't really do yeah. much accounting. He didn't do anything. And apart from, say, some very weird, bizarre things, his, his life fell apart. Um, everything fell apart. What I didn't realise was he actually did therapy sessions from his from somebody's home. I don't think it was his. Because mm. Jebediah Shangtwadi... Um, who we interviewed a few weeks ago, we actually had a few therapy sessions with Giffeld before even he realised that Giffeld was a psycho. I think he said something about Giffeld um, sort of wiping beef on his toes or something, so <laughs> Jebediah had to jump out of a window. Um, but yeah, Giffeld died, 
And after he died, his brother Hogarth has sort of cleaned his stuff out from his his, mo- his dead mum's pantry, which is where he kept all this stuff. And we've found a whole bunch of tapes of recordings, it's sort of like a, um, an audio diary that Githel mm. did. Um, and we've decided that we're going to play some excerpts from this tape, little, mm. little snapshots of his life for you, just to get a sense of who this very, yeah. very damaged man was. Through them, Giffield can live on. And hopefully he won't come back. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, we did send him to space for a little bit, but he landed back on Earth, didn't he? <laughs> I thought that rocket exploded, God damn it! Anyway, let's listen to some. Here comes the first one. Giffield Peters here. Be happy on the later today, as other Malay has given me the honour of being president of our fair Instagram fan club. My wife was so proud of me. This is a fresh start for us. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Oh, well, that, that's when that's he seemed it's... normal. That's when we thought he was relatively... Well, relatively normal anyway. I just yeah. don't know what else going on with that guy. I mean, the fact that his wife was over the moon for him. I don't know if he actually told her the truth about what he was actually doing. Yeah, was once he an accountant anyway, so why would she be over the moon about him getting thankful Edith. president on a shit Instagram account I set up when I was drunk? They're a very weird family, though. They're I very strange. Anyway, let's go on to that next one, then. So we've actually got we've we've got footage we've got like the sound of his life collapsing. That, that was his wife <laughs> screaming at him. Um, wow. He didn't believe it had that much of an impact on him. I didn't think it meant that much to him. He didn't really do much. He just kind of did a shit story post every once in a while. I, I don't even use that account anymore anyway. He probably just wanted to be a part of something. I don't know. I guess so. Let's move on to the next one then. So this is where Giffeld really sort of had a vendetta against you. Like he absolutely hated us both, but he really despised you. What did like he call me? Piss shit transgenders. Transgender C-U-N-T. C-U-N-T. Wow. Lordy hell. Yeah. It's like explosive so, for him, isn't it? Yeah, this is where it went off the rails. Like after this, like he got banned from every supermarket in, in the area. Um, it was. It was. He had different houses that he was moving to and living with different people before what he ended he, up on the street. Was that one instant he had in Tesco's? What there a, a certain instant with involving dipping his body what? parts in, in eggs? Yes, and that eggs was it. On the floor. Yeah. I can't imagine. How I mean, he I think that. they're they're probably going to be on the tape. In, like if he talks about them, it, it's got a lot of these tape recordings, so he's going to be telling us a lot. But yeah, he's a very troubled man. Hopefully, he's at peace now. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. You can hear the sound. Three, two, oh, hold on, a bit closer. I'm trying to work around the whole my voice somehow being louder than yours. <laughs> okay, ready when you are. It's our favourite part of the show. Hell yeah. The name box. Name name generator. Name box. 
whatever. Oh, well, well, it's look, one it's, of the two. Yeah, it's one of those two. Semantics. It's, it's brilliant. A name something. I've been looking forward to this for the whole show. It's the only reason why I get Eliza around to my house so I can do this. Let's I'll do it. Let's we'll do look it. the name box. Shall we press uh, the button? Yeah, do it. Press the button, Eliza. Okay, do I'll it. do it. There we go. Oh, oh, there we go. This is a public service announcement. The end is nigh. Do not bother to kiss your loved ones goodbye. There is no point. End transmission. So this is something, yeah? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Um, so just in case as well, I just want to uh, put the news out there that we've also made first contacts. I know it's a pretty big deal, but whatever. This guy's pretty interesting. He makes food. He's an alien chef. First contact, whatever. But it's food. That's fantastic. Yeah, his, his name is Glorbo. Yeah. Better introduce him. Glorbo. And he's opened up a chain of restaurants sort of in the area. Mm. So we are going to be ordering some food. It's on its way to us now. Mm. Um, we're going to be sampling in the food and sort of reviewing it for you. Um, while we wait for his food to arrive, I think the delivery man's just here now. Yeah, I think that's heads. him. I think that's his saucer. Um, yeah. Um, here's an advert for Glorbo's um, restaurant. Okay. Howdy, bitches! My name is Globo, Earth's first intergalactic chef. I've landed on your planet and set up on a chain of restaurants so you can try the finest food this side of the galaxy. I've come all the way from the planet Rupert and I've brought my cuisine with me. Yes, my G, you want to woggle your frump pooch? Try a selection of specially grown meats from the pong swamps of Frankera. Eat something more graphically? Stamp on a host of flavoured beans, hand sprouted by Sister Yan of the Zorb Cluster. From hot to cold, brown to yellow, pink to flora, Flobos has it all! Mmm, it sure tastes good! Keep it real, humans, and get down to the old pal Flobos! Today! Okay, so what's going to happen is we've got three meals to choose from. Mm. The last one is sort of a dessert. So Anna's going to have the first one, Very which tasty. is the Flebian Plung Juiced Brunk. Mm. I'm going to try the second meal, which is sliced cream jelly. And then we're both going to have a little bit of sugared grang. Mm. So let's see, Anna, yeah. this is Flebian Plung Juiced Brunk. What does it look like first? Describe like it to, to me. I'd like to try and get the pronunciation right first so we can please our alien overlords. Plebian, 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 plebian. Please don't kill me. Plebian plum juiced runk. Yeah, eh? great. Yeah. What does oh. it look like? Describe Ooh. the. Describe the. A little bit wobbly. It looks. It's more it's spikier than I thought. There's a few more spikes than I thought to be on there. It's very. It's like a kind of a weird aura of blue about it as well. Yeah. Okay. Here it goes into my mouth. <laughs> Any thoughts? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. It tasted like boiling an old woman's shoe in Bailey's and then leaving it out for two days. Oh, well, that's an mm. interesting review. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about yours, Emma? Right. So I'm going to try sliced cream jelly. What sliced I don't understand is jelly. it's sliced, but it doesn't look like jelly. It sort of looks more like sort of mounds of soil. Sort yeah, of I can together. see it's that. It's a bit veiny as well, yeah. but I'm going to try one. Okay, let's have, right. a, let's have a go. Get it in there. It's not the first time you shoved something in your mouth. Mm. Okay, so it tastes mm. like 
It kind of, to me, tastes like what you'd get if you crossed an apple with beef stew, mm. sprinkled some hundreds and thousands on it, and yeah. then coated it in, in, in some sort of honey. Oh, wow. Yeah, very, very, very... Okay. very... <laughs> oh, you're, oh, shit. You're right. You okay? Yeah. Oh, it just right. kicks. There's a there's an extra little kick. Okay. Do you know the, the it's like a feeling of bile rising up in the back of your throat, but I think that's supposed to happen. I didn't want to say that, know. but before you picked it up, I saw it move a bit. I yeah. Didn't want to speak you. <laughs> I can still feel it moving now. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> sliced, sliced cream jelly. Wonderful okay. cuisine from beyond the stars. We get yeah. to experience it. And now we're gonna both try some sugared grang. Sugared okay. grang. I don't know what their definition of sugar is. It's what, yeah, like a big pile of leaves. Yeah, sort of I'm looking at it. It's glued like, together. What, what do they mean by sugared? And what is grang? What's their sugar? Oh, come on, let's yeah. just get, let's okay. get stuck in there. Okay. <laughs> 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 Disclaimer, Grabo's Resin may induce overheating, mass expansion, death, inflated intestines, and extraneous flum plushing. Under freeze, eat free!